Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Model Me podcast. Today's speakers. Wow. Whoop, 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 in wow. the house. Wow. <laughs> so many stories, but we have literally, we have a limited, limited, limited um, time frame on this podcast, which is totally cool because I can talk really fast and I think you two can as well, right? We'll yeah, so it's going to be fine. And if anything, 20 minutes is good. It means we'll get the best that we need from, from the founders of Ocean Battle. I don't know why I said it like that. But, so we have Nick and Will here. What are your full names? Nick Doman. NJF Doman. Yeah. <laughs> and William uh, Plata. You've, do, you've, you've done that before, haven't you? No, I've never, never done that before. Oh. <laughs> So we're actually, this is going to be like basically a record-breaking podcast I've decided since we've got record-breaking temperatures in London. So today's the hottest day of the year. So when you listen to this, which will probably be next week, um, we're like literally sweltering and for the sake of this audio on the podcast, we've turned off this lovely fan that was in the room. So we're going to try and not uh, break a sweat while we talk about Ocean Bottle that has water in that keeps you cool. I have one with me right now so I can actually uh, prove the point. But you can't see because we're not doing visual. <laughs> so tell me, my one question I have for you before I ask anything else is why Ocean Bottle? I think it's a fantastic question to kick off with, Tash. Um, yeah, o- Ocean Bottle, it's, it's, it's basically a, a tool for people to, to make the biggest impact possible on, on stopping ocean plastic. And that's, wow. why, it, that's why it exists. Oh, wow. Yeah. Had to be, I think, the loads of products that we originally were thinking about and Will sort of brought to brought some ideas to, to me um, and it had to be a bottle because it's sort of people buy reusable bottles to reduce their own plastic consumption mm. and we wanted to sort of expand that and allow people to have impact um, around the world and sort mm. of support collection So how do you know each other? Are you friends? From right now <laughs> yeah, uh, we met on the first day of a master's course uh, at London Business School. So oh, wow. Oh, yes. Which was sort of real, real privilege to have been, been able to go there and uh, to serendipitous to have met each other as well. On your first day? First they literally day. put us in, in seats next to each other. Like, yeah. totally random, because they're signing the seating there, right? Okay, wow. And uh, we actually didn't talk to each other for, for I think, the yeah. first week. I was, I was coming off the back end of Dimensions. And I oh, I love Dimensions. I've been there. It's so good. Yeah. But yeah, heavy. Yeah. So we had a relaxing week yeah. and then, uh, yeah, kicked off a combo, I think, probably. And were you both interested in sustainability? 100%. Yeah. Oh, wow. And how, how many years ago was this? 2017? Yeah, about a year. Uh, actually, yeah, two years ago. Wow. And so Ocean Bottle, obviously, I mean, I feel very privileged that I've got one, but you properly, like, launch and going to send them out to everybody that's pre-ordered, which has been amazing, right? You've had such good feedback from people. Um, that's going to happen when? Next couple Literally of months? Literally right now, this week. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Wow. So it's, it's uh, I'll be sending emails in the studio, I think. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're, gonna, they're coming, they're being produced right now, and then we're sending them out to 88 countries. Oh, my gosh. 88 countries. Yeah. How have you, like, how did you do that? 88 countries, how did you, how did you reach to that many people? Like, was it a social media yeah. thing that you did? Was it a campaign? No, so we didn't really have the funds to do social media. Okay, wow. Well, I, well, 
we, we could have done social media more, but we sort of wanted to use the Indiegogo crowdfunding campaign to sort of prove a point. And oh, so you did a crowdfunding? Crowdfunding, okay, yeah. wow. Uh, on Indiegogo. And we were fortunate enough that it was mostly word of mouth, basically, and that allowed it to sort of spread internationally rather than us targeting country by country. Wow. And 88 oh countries gosh. has been, was awesome three, four months, <laughs> like a few months ago, but now logistically it's become a bit of a nightmare. Oh, but, yeah? Uh, a good nightmare to have, like, to have a presence in 88 countries. Yeah, wow. This time in a few weeks is going to be incredible. And who kind of, like, have you, who kind of have you found that has been, like, your, do you know who your target consumer is now? Or do you feel like your target consumer is basically everyone interested in sustainability? I, th- I think it's constantly evolving. I mean, I think we found that um, it was, like, over 90% of, of our, um, you know, our backers they, they bought it just because of the impact and, and wow. they, they literally care so much about it that they wanted to be a part of that um, but you know we, we want to involve a, a wider audience you know we want it to be the people's you know the people's choice and um, yeah so we can definitely see that evolving I think oh my gosh well I think for me it's like how can you not care like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's getting to that point now where, especially, I think, you know, the last seven months of this year, especially, it feels like it's been massively accelerated. And, like, from a sustainable point of view, it, we're at this place now where you're like, you can't afford not to care. And, like, I've kind of called out a couple of companies, like, quite publicly on my social, like, are claiming they use single-use plastic. And I'm like, well, you don't, like, because of this X, Y, Z. And because it's just one of those things that, and I feel quite... It's quite funny, I feel like a ranty vegan when I do it and I'm a bit like, oh God, like am I being a bit much? But actually at the same time, if you're not being like that, then like my question too is why aren't you being like that? So it's one of those things where we all have to care now and I think it's it's that extreme and it's it's so hard to not ignore. Like look at the weather. Today it's 39, 38 degrees in London. We have never seen temperatures like this in the city and it's like if you don't believe in climate change, like how can you not? It, like we're living in this now. That's why we're all dying in the city. Um, but it's a good what? Good day to be di- to be discussing it. It's a great day to do this. <laughs> like my gosh. But like, what do you find? Have you found you've had to educate people, or like that's already been there? I think. Um, yeah, I think I think you're so right in, in what you're saying, and, and like finally we've had this massive awakening mm-hmm. where you know people are are switching on to the, the massive threats that we face, and it's so important. Um, so yeah, we really feel that the the awareness is there now, and it's kind of about converting it into into solutions, and and people, you know, jumping, you know, jumping ship almost, and like joining the good fight, because mm. um, because. We have to do it now, and, and like you said, today is literally living proof of, of the climate cooker yeah. that we're in, right? You know, CO2 levels are the highest level for, for millions of years. Um, it is, it's pretty terrifying, but we've got to panic, and then we've got to, then we've got to act. Mm. Well, I think in a calm way. that's what I love about your brand, right? It's a solution brand. Yeah. Like we, it's we basically want to be like that gateway into sustainability. We want to make it as easy as possible um, for people to sort of get involved and join a community of sort of like-minded people that want to do something. Yeah, it's really cool. Because you see things like, things get into the zeitgeist in society and then change can happen like that. Mm. Like the plastic straw thing has been, I think the fastest moving um, like campaign. It's just kind of gone. It's overnight, like honestly, two months ago, everywhere would have been plastic straws. Yeah. And now I I haven't seen a plastic straw in 
in the last sort of three, four weeks. I saw one yesterday in Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks. So Starbucks still Starbucks haven't changed. Yeah. And it's so funny because, I mean, someone even had this conversation with me not long ago. They were talking about how in McDonald's, their plastic straws, but in the UK, their paper straws. And they were saying how even if they probably did change it they've probably got such a huge backlog of plastic straws like what do they even do with that and it got me thinking about how like I had this mad thought this morning like you know I, I don't know my granddad's always convinced that I should work in um so my granddad is English my grandma's the Norwegian one my grandma's like that. I'd like to say my grandma's the cooler one but you know my granddad is the entrepreneur so I, I've got to respect him but he um, has always said to me, because I suppose because I've always been someone that's had an opinion, um, he was like, oh, you should work in, in Parliament. I don't know why you're not in politics. And I'd, I was always like, no, granddad. But this morning I had this thought, obviously Boris Johnson just went into PM and I was thinking, what would I do if I had that much power over the country? Like, what would I be doing? Like, what is he going to do for us? And it made me think, you know, the first thing I'd do is I would, like, abolish single-use plastic. I would say it was illegal to use single-use plastic. And then I was thinking about, but what about all these places like Tesco and Sainsbury's and Waitrose that already have all this plastic manufactured and made? Like, what happens then? Like, what do we do with that? I think I think policy takes time to, to enforce to out, way. To roll out. So, so it, it would probably it would probably work out in the end. Um, so it, you mean it, it just has to be a change that people make? And yeah, eventually... I mean, you know, the government's you know likely to, to set some sort of timeline target and, and yeah, set a date in the future, in the near future, saying everything needs to change by then. Do you think that's what they'll do? Yeah, eventually. Oh yeah. So, I, I cycled past a guy outside Parliament actually yesterday with he was wearing. Loads of singing plastic. Boris ban, Boris ban it. You know he's a dude apparently. So uh, that's that's what he proclaimed the other day on, yeah. on video. Oh wow! That's his campaign slogan. Well, BJ said he was uh, a dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Like I wonder. I do wonder. Um, you know how long it'll be until that like, governments actually kind of take place on it. But like, yeah. so Norway though, like, I've always looked to Scandinavia as being a, um, a forefront of certain things in certain industries. Would you say like that your inspiration came from, I mean, surely it's better in Norway, right? How they treat the planet. That's, that's really, that's a really tough question. I think, I think they, I think there's just so much irony there, right? You know, still, <clears throat> So take for example, um, you have McDonald's now, or, or all these all these straws are switched out to, to paper now, um, but still, you know, everything that surrounds it is plastic. Mm. So sort of you're feeling really good with your paper straw, and, and you're still drinking out of a plastic cup. We need to go that step further. Mm. Um, but yeah, really, when it when it comes down to Norway, yes, you know, I think I think they look after the environment sort of on the internal level. So, you know, the, the electric vehicle adoption is, is massive. Um, they've got really good, like, recycling schemes and so on. Um, but, you know, it's one of the world's largest oil producers. Mm. And you can't, you can't look away from that, I don't mm. think. I think they forget it sometimes. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, How you have that. <laughs> like, like, juxtaposition, yeah. And, and, and that's, that's a really interesting point because it means that they can afford sustainability because currently being sustainable... Um, can be the more expensive choice. Yeah, for sure. And and we, you know, as Nick said on on the panel discussion the other day, we need to make it accessible. Yeah, and also not have a choice. Like not just choice. give people like that. Like there's no option. Like the yesterday when I was in Starbucks and I was like, right, I'm gonna get coffee, and I was like, ah, I was like, I have to do the single use plastic thing, and it 
it really riled me. Like, it actually made me angry. And it's so funny because obviously, like, you know, I think we all care to a degree, but what degree that is, you know, is different for everyone. And obviously when we did our event last Tuesday, which was creating a sustainable lifestyle with Model Me, if you didn't come, we didn't know, then <laughs> I actually recorded it. And the three, I've got basically the three panels I'm actually going to post this podcast because I feel like I don't always do that with my events, but that event, I think I need to. I feel a really responsible um, attitude towards it, I suppose. But it's so interesting because that event itself has done so much just for me personally and you know certain people in the event have been messaging me going I wanted to buy this thing but I didn't get it because that event last week really affected me and one of my speakers Josh who was in the audience he's one of my speakers for my event on Monday which is an actors workshop and I told him you know xyz I'm getting this for your goodie bags for the speakers and he was like you know what I don't actually need any more like he's I think it was a t-shirt or something he said and I was like wait 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 what are you trying to say to me and he was like well you know I just don't necessarily need it in my wardrobe like I've got enough and I went hey look who really got benefited by the sustainable (laughs) event and it is funny like how one like if you look at that from the blip of your whole lifetime right that's one small event I mean it was the biggest thing we've ever done as model me and it was like the most amazing thing in the world and I'm so grateful we had such incredible speakers on it and I think the third panel too we really finished off really well like it was such a, a serious conversation but it was the attitude that you have and that James has from Huel and um, Louis from California Kitchen, I think the attitude you all three have is you're such solution-based businesses, which is really why I love you because that's why Model Me, that's what Model Me is, you know? Like, there's, it's all well and fine sitting and moaning about how awful it is and all this stuff, but if you aren't creating solutions, you actually just become a group of people that moan about stuff, which is most of the people in the world. So, yeah, really grateful for that. I had a really, I had a really good evening. <laughs> I learned a lot and I've been really inspired by it myself. So, really, really, really loved that event. And of course, I got my ocean bowl. Yeah. Thanks for putting it on. Yeah, yeah no, awesome. it was cool. I've actually, I want to do another one in a few months' time, actually, by the end of the year. And I think that this personally should be something that Modern Me does consciously a lot, like maybe yeah. every three months, yeah. um, with different people or even the same people, maybe different formats, because I just feel it's so responsible, number one, but also people are really looking to model me now as a brand that will support that. Like I had someone ask me about being sustainable the other day and I was like, oh, actually, now people are looking at me because we're doing that. So, yeah, really honoured to be cool, part of um, it. was cool you did at Red Bull as well, actually. Yeah? Because uh, we, we call ourselves like the Red Bull of environmentalism. Oh! That's, 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 well, that's where we want to be. That's where we want to go. Wow. Yeah, the dream. Part, part dream. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, that's good. Never lose sight of that dream. Yeah, okay. It's funny because I actually, someone said to me, they kind of criticised me for using Red Bull. They were like, oh, well, Red Bull's not very sustainable. And I was like, how about you get off your high horse and come to the event instead of like judging me and where I'm going to put it? And obviously I didn't do it because Red Bull is or isn't sustainable. I did it there because Red Bull is the king and queen of community, right? They're the king of branding, truly. And what they've managed to create, I think it wasn't it you that said that on the panel about someone jumping off... Um, something in space. It was you or it was someone on your panel, I'm sure of it. The the guy who was jumping... Um, that jumped the, off the, the, whatever his name was, Felix something. Yeah, that wasn't me, but I remember. That you was, remember them yeah, talking yeah. about it, right? And I think it was James, actually, but how they were saying how, like, that one, that one thing as a brand did so much for them. And it is crazy because that, for me, it's not about, like, oh are they sustainable in like from an event perspective like should I host my venue there you have to think about the fact that actually models also model me is also a community based business and we're we want to be partnered with the right 
events and the right social spaces that have that done that already in such a good way. And I think, to be honest, we bought the sustainability. Do you know what I mean? You don't always need to be somewhere that is a tree hut because we bought the sustainability education yeah. more than perhaps maybe someone from Red Bull necessarily could have. But yeah, I love that event actually. It was really good. I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of fun. Um, I think that that actually comes back to collaboration, doesn't it? And getting mm. everyone involved yeah. in, in changing. Because yeah, I really see like business really moving towards impact and mm. like, impact companies becoming sort of front and centre of yeah, where me the growth too. comes from. Agreed. But also in the same vein that if every single company is doing it and shouting about it, people get fatigued, bored of it. There has to be brands like Red Bull pushing sort of the, uh, from a different perspective. Yeah, pushing the frontier of branding mm. and then we can learn from it. Well that's what they specialise in, right? And I think that it's like for us right now we specialise in our events we're not an events based company like it's not the only thing we'll ever do but we are specialising in that right now and I think there's nothing wrong with that and it's the same with you guys like I actually wonder where you will go in the future and I don't think a bottle will be the only thing you ever do right I was about to say that yeah (laughs) specialising in bottles yeah never thought I'd get in I was asked a question uh, in an interview saying um did you always want to get into the packaging in- industry? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> am I in that? Yeah, am I in that? What am I in that? No, but this, this is the vehicle for change that we see as being mm. so powerful and that's why we're... So, I'd love you so to make a coffee just, cup. Yeah, I was thinking should, about should we not run it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Let's I need it for my coffee cup. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. no, I, I, that's something I had when I was envisioning where Ocean Bottle could go the other day I was like oh what would be the next thing but I like what you say it's not about what necessarily the product and that's why you've done so well like you said you know 90% of your people that have ordered your bottles have been because of the purpose and I do think now as humans we're more conscious than we've probably ever been and I think that we're in this place now where we have to think about what's you know what's next yeah we can't go back there's no game back. Man, we can't go back. Who do you yeah. think, who's really impressing you in this space of sustainability? As companies or as, as uh, oh, really. individuals? Really, yeah, yeah, people are in companies. Like, uh, who should we be watching for? Yeah. Well, I think Plastic Bank, who's, yeah. our, Plastic who's Bank. our main partner. They're okay. our Plastic Collection partner. And they're a really cool company that sort of incredibly transparent and efficient in how they collect the plastic. Okay. Um, and use blockchain to so it's full traceability in the supply chain of their plastic. Wow. Um, so if we put credit in, we can see who collected it, where and when. And uh, transparency in, in sort of the impact space is number one, because who's giving, who's going to buy sort of a 40 pound bottle without knowing that it's making impact? And that's what mm. we're all about. We're about linking people who buy our bottles to the impact and making sure that people know that we're actually doing something. Mm. Um, so how can we do more as individuals? Like, what can people go away from the podcast and be like, okay, I want to get more involved? Depends, depends where you're at. If, you, if you've never thought about this before, start voting with your wallet. Start, stop buying that Starbucks coffee when you're at Starbucks if you can. Uh, try and bring a reasonable bottle everywhere, coffee cup, uh, cutlery, uh, reasonable cutlery. Um, if you've already been doing that and looking for more, uh, start getting involved in well, anything from activism to going vegan. There's so many levels and so many problems that we have. Mm. It's just about sort of educating yourself and sort of seeing what you can do to improve your habits because yeah. it's all habitual. Like our, our behavior is all habitual. Like yeah. you're reaching for that plastic. Like 
few years ago, I was the one who was just going to a news agent and buying a Coke bottle mm. and not even thinking twice about it. Mm. And now it's, I haven't done that for, well, three years. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, the awareness wasn't there, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, the awakening wasn't there. It's changed a lot, hasn't yeah, it? The last, especially the last year, I'd say. Yeah, and I, I do believe in, in activism. You know, I do believe that you can be like a champion in your own com- company mm. where you work and and uh, get them to change change things internally. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, there's so much. There's so much. There's the individual power is massive. Mm. There's no doubt. And, I think and, so and it's cool because being preachy about plastic is not. There's, there's less of a bad like aroma about it. Like if yeah. you're talking about plastic, people don't switch off. If you talk about sort of unfortunately like veganism has this whole air of, yeah. of uh, something around it that people feel like it's so breachy and get yeah. away from it. Um, but plastic is people are so willing to engage with the problem, and that's what's been yeah, it's great t- for us. Tangible. And it's yeah, and, pe- and it's moving so quickly. Yeah, it's so quickly. But people need to sort of get behind it and make sure they're doing it on an individual level as well as sort of yeah. I, I think the them. worst thing you know the worst thing that could possibly happen would be if interest in it fizzled out. Mm. You know, that if it was a trend and yeah. we spoke about that and yeah. how environmentalism is not a trend. Mm, it is here to stay. And <clears throat> it has to be. Yeah. This yeah. plastics thing has been going long enough that I was quite worried that it may just be a trend and we may sort of fall off. Right. But if anything it's sort of been snowballing and it's at the forefront of every discussion on environmentalism and people really care mm. and so the one that people are willing to engage with so much um, because people love our environment and people love sea life people yeah. love our, the food that they eat it comes into every aspect of our society mm, it does and, and when, um, you, when you tell people that 22 million kilos of plastic you know approximately goes, goes into the ocean each day you know jaws drop and, and yeah it's nuts you can't ignore it and that's accelerating is it by 2050? It's going to be 80 million kilos a day. And consumerism, right, is the reason you said. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Just people, just people willing, people willing, able, and well, going out there to buy the best, buy sort of things they don't need, and just reaching to, again, reach, going to a newsagent and sort of being in there, only wanting a pack of crisps, and then, oh, there's a Coke there, mm. and they have a bottle of water in their bag. But a can is better. A can is better. Much better, or just... Well, a little bit. I mean, it's still ultimately it's still transported. Okay. So you've got you know you've got a second tangent here is which is transported water. Okay. And you know so we, why are we sending Evian bottles from the Alps to London? Right. right? And and so that that emits approximately eighty times the CO two of drinking tap water in London. So you've got all these different levels oh of of um, things to consider. And why we're transporting yeah, all this, all this refrigerated stuff around. And anything you buy, there's a trade-off. Yeah. Saying one thing's that one thing's better than another is almost always misleading because it depends what you mean by better and what are you what are you trying to solve. Mm. If you're trying to if the, like a thousand plastic bags, plastic bags has less CO two emissions than a, a cotton tote, but what's more important in that moment, if that, a thousand plastic bags that aren't going to degrade for 450 years is is a massive issue. Mm. And a, to- a cotton tote, you just need to keep using, keep using, keep using until it's 
and then try and recycle it or repurpose it. Mm. Um, and it's basically just don't buy that thing that you don't need if you already have one. Mm. That's true. And, and yeah. the reality is, unfortunately, everything we consume has a, has a footprint in, in today's world. Yeah, sure, we can reduce that. Um, but it, we've got a very, very long way to go. Mm. Do you feel a pressure as two people that are running a company for sustainability? Do you feel a pressure to be somebody that is kind of like actively like in all areas of your life like oh like you might slip up at some point is, you, is there a fear that someone might catch you I, out or I, I actually I don't but I feel I, I do feel a bit of a burden sometimes and like I think for me like the more we learn about the problem and how severe it is uh, working like really closer it, it can get to you that and, and yeah um, but in, a, in, in the same way it actually gets easier and less burdensome the, yeah. more, the, more, the more you know the more you do yeah, because well. it's so much easier to mm. say no it's, it's um, an obvious yeah. but it's also about being honest and and it's the same thing as about being being accessible um, people see it as this, it's a mountain to climb to be sustainable but all you need to do is be better yeah. than what you're doing and always getting better yeah um, and that's the way and then then there's this mass wave change like like the plastics, the plastic straw thing. It's just there's like that tipping point in society where everyone's like, actually, most of us don't want this. Yeah. And we want to see it gone. Yeah. Right? And um, how did that happen? Was it a petition? Or was it just Lonely Whale? Was a big. Well, the straw, yeah. Straws. That they uh, stop su- hashtag stop sucking. Yeah. Oh the, wow! Their campaign, yeah. and so there's Aiden Grenier from um, Entourage. Okay. Who started that and started that campaign? So it is big people in the media that can have this big impact. Yeah, it's you know zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, it's it's timing. It's literally timing. It's like these campaigns hit something that people care about, Mm. and people and like the the photo of the um, turtle with the straw um, was really really powerful, Mm. and and people really care about this thing. People say. A lot of people say that people don't really care about the environment. People do. Yeah. When they see actually what's happening. I think I told you about the conversation I overheard when I was at work where they, they were having this meeting and I was kind of in and out of the room and they were saying, you know, the problem is one in only one in four people care about the environment still. Mm. And it's interesting because if you're going to sit there and say that, then guess what? One in four people are only going to care about it because you're not willing to let enough people know that one statistic so that those people then change their mind and it's the same with like we spoke about our new prime minister earlier and it's since it's so current right now it's the same it's the same principle like with everything in life you want to speak life not speak death isn't the right word but you know what i mean when i say you want to speak life into these people it doesn't matter like what he's done really past his past right anyone can change in a heartbeat and anyone's you know, emotions and feelings and the way they feel about the planet. Like, a year ago, I really didn't care. Like, not in a, in, you know, in a I didn't care way. I was just ignorant. And I just didn't, and not on purpose, I just didn't know. Nobody gave me this education and I didn't seek for it, I didn't look for it. And it's so funny because now, and I feel the same as you, it can be super overwhelming. Like, for me, I look at some stuff and I'm like, yeah, should I just not eat? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, should I just have juice? Like, what should I even buy? Because... There's certain things you just can't get away with. Like, you can't... There isn't an option, you know? And even at Starbucks, I was thinking, you know how, like, the boutique coffee places, they'll give you a paper cup yeah. with your iced coffee in it? And I, I remember when that first got given to me, I was like, that's weird. 
not bring out of like a plastic thing and now I'm like love those places thank you very much don't even want that and I'll sometimes even now like sit in places for an extra 10 minutes and just spend 10 minutes drinking my coffee so I don't even use the paper cup you know and, and then I kind of leave because I haven't made that purchase yet that's like a European lifestyle you know kicking right. back in the cafe just right. enjoying enjoying it well yeah America I think is, is really bad for a takeaway plastic cup but that's, that's part of it just like fast paces of society now just means yeah. that you need to be buying the latest fashion you need to be buying cups on the go everything's about being on the go meal deals yeah. the lot and uh, it just means that everything sort of needs single use like packaging mm. and uh, people don't just sit down and sort of take stock of what's going on yeah that's, it's, that's, it's a completely different point I guess yeah. but, um, wow we could go for hours point. we could go for hours but um, one thing I will finish with is how can we personally, the listeners that listen to this, how can they support you, like, personally? Is it following you on Instagram? Is it, like, you don't do any meetups or anything yet, right? Well, we, we'll be doing, we'll definitely be doing some meetups. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, I think, you know, number one is just share what we're doing. Nice. That is the biggest impact you can have. Like, mm. if 400 people share us, it's like a million impressions. Mm. You know, that, that is a bigger impact than, than uh, yeah, anything, I think. Share what you're doing. If you work, if you work somewhere, tell your employer or your employees about us, and sort of see if uh, people want to order the bottle. I guess mm. sort of just getting out there, getting it in the hands of people, mm. and that's what's most important at the moment. And it's a pretty bottle too, so you're definitely going to yeah. have an impact on the creative sphere. I feel yeah. I'm excited to see lost. what people think about this. I've had like three people alone this week ask me. Someone came up to me at the end of one of my gym classes and was like, oh, "Where was your bottle from?" Was no like, way! From Ocean that. Battle. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really grateful to be partnered with you. I'm very excited to see where this is going to go for you guys. I think. You've really the the way you talk about it, you know, and it's is it's such a dark subject in so many ways, and yet I feel like you two are really bringing so much light to the situation, and I really have to applaud you for that because it definitely is a it's a hard topic to face and some that most people are ignoring, and now we've got people like you two that are really like, now nah, you know what, like let's be pioneers in this industry and let's see what we can do. So really really grateful exactly exactly the same back to you oh bless you thanks so much we're very lucky that we have crossed paths um in such a beginner phase for me too i feel for more than me like obviously i've been so blessed with what we've done but yeah the vision is the vision is much larger so on the journey together yeah it's cool so we can find you it's um at ocean bottle ocean bottle instagram that's it right nice or uh theoceanbottle.com is your website yeah. amazing cool and we're model me modelmemission.co.uk our next event is Monday I think I'm going to try and get this podcast out this weekend to be honest with you so um, our podcast our next event is on Monday it's an acting panel and then a workshop with Michael Salami Joshua Campbell and Serafina there and then our next event after that we're going to have a couple things in August that we're partnering up with certain brands so just keep an eye on that I'll definitely tell you all to save the date for August 21st and then in September, I'm doing something really special and really amazing for all of the catwalk models. So just going to mention that now um, and say nothing else because it's in big top secret mode. But but it's happening. It's happening. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.